standing on Your thoughts define me You're inside of me You are my reality Your thoughts define me. Your thoughts, your thoughts define me. You're inside of me. 
Bible says for us to call him daddy. Abba's the only word that you can say whether you're exhaling or whether you're inhaling, you know. Whether you're powerful or whether you're in distress. And that's why we cry out, Abba, Father. Abba, Father, you are, you are the Father. And you never leave, God. You never leave. Come on, Justin. You never leave, Abba. And I want to fit them in your shoes Daddy, can I put my foot in your shoes? Daddy, can I lay on your lap? Because you know why You know why I'm crying Before I shed a tear Before I shed a tear Daddy, I just want to say I love you Daddy, I just want to say thank you For never leaving Never leaving, never leaving Never leaving, never leaving Never leaving, never leaving me. Even when I wanted to leave myself, never leaving me. Never leaving, never leaving me. Never leaving, never leaving me. Oh, that's why I love you. That's why I love you. That's why I love you. Father, listen to our earnest prayer. Jesus prayed it years ago That the glory you had given him We would somehow come to know So make us one according to your plan in heaven it will be Fill us with the truth and righteousness You desire the world to see In your glory In
And every one of us, if we look back in our lives, we can see how God was training us to do the things that He really wants us to do. The question is, is are we listening to the Holy Spirit? That time is now. There's no more excuses for each one of us. We need to step in that cause because each one of us, that cause is directly linked to people that are lost in the city, the state, and the world. So we need to step in that cause and do that so that we can reach those people. Let me ask you a question. Do you want joy in your life? You know what, if you want joy in your life, what you need to do is surrender all. And that's exactly what this whole website, the, the radio ministry is all about, is surrendering those things to God that He wants you to do so you can step in that awesome destiny that He has for your life. You know what, there's a lot of really cool things that are going on in the city of Milwaukee. God does have a strategic plan to change the things that are going on. We've been laying a foundation, a revival has started, and you know what, He needs you. God needs you to do those awesome things that He preordained just for you to reach the people of the city of Milwaukee, the state of Wisconsin, and the world. Surrender All Ministries is all about partnering with as many people as we can. You know, we got Clark Square Initiative that we're partnering with. We got Salvation Army. We have Rescue Mission. We have all these different ministries that are doing things in the city of Milwaukee. There's a reconciliation that has been going on between churches, all different denominations, and we're working together as one in Christ. You're almost out of time. You better give up. Gotta stop running, it's the end of the line It's time to surrender Hey guys, welcome to the Surrender All of Jesus radio show And man, we got an awesome, awesome show for you tonight Hey, do me a really quick favor, guys I need to know where you're watching from So in the comment section, just let me know where you're watching from If you guys got prayer requests, man, just send me those right away and uh, we'll get to we'll we'll get to those tonight, um, guys. What we're going to be doing tonight is I'm going to be doing a recorded show that that was already recorded. And I don't know if you may or may not have seen it. Um, it's with uh, live with Tiffany, and her name is uh, Prophet Tiffany Blackwell. And I was on her show. It was a couple weeks ago on Thursday. It was after my show. And guys, this thing lasted about an hour, hour and a half, maybe an hour and fifty minutes. So I kind of edited that a little bit, and we're going to be watching that tonight. So it was a powerful show, and um, so just throw your prayer requests in there while you're watching it, and then while the show's going on, I'll be praying for you for those things, and then afterwards, if for somehow we missed it, uh, we'll go back in and pray for you guys for those things. But man, so right now, go in the comment section and let me know where you're watching from, and um, wow. And so let's get this going. I am going to talk about um, my sponsors and guys this is my this is my business is called healthy surrender and you guys can uh, check it out at healthysurrender.com and we sell new you life products so we sell HGH gel we sell uh, keto products and uh, so just check it out go to healthysurrender.com guys the whole thing about healthy surrender is to uh, be one oneness and whole and that's with your mind your body and your spirit and so we look at all those different things. So the other thing that I do within Healthy Surrender is um, I do deliverance ministry, I do inner healing ministry, I do counseling, life coaching, mentoring, and all those kind of things. So with the with all the stuff that's going on right now with being quarantined, if you know anyone that that needs to talk, man, just send them to the HealthySurrender.com webpage, and I will uh, get in touch with them. Guys, the other one is. My multimedia uh, person, her name is Christina Cornell, and guys, she does such an awesome job. So if you look at my Surrender All of Jesus 
uh, webpage or the Healthy Surrender webpage, or even go on the Facebook page uh, for Healthy Surrender. She is doing all those things, and uh, she does an awesome job. She's totally filled with Holy Spirit, and uh, she'll work with you with your ministries, with your businesses. So check her out at ChristinaCornell.net. And the other one is her ministry with her daughter, and that is called Tell Them Ministries, and they, they sing. So eventually I have them back on, and I'll be playing some of their music, but it's tellthemministries.net. So totally, totally awesome. Guys, the other thing that you're about to see is, now this is my daughter, and she does um, physical training stuff. She's, she's a fitness trainer. And guys, man, she's awesome, and she does everything on Instagram. And you can check her out uh, at Elise uh, Fitness with Elise. And uh, let's watch a quick little promo ad from her. And this is my daughter, Elise. Hi, my name is Elise, and I am a fitness professional. Right now, all the gyms in Chicago, around the area, are completely closed down. And with that being said, what I'm doing is I'm going online. I'm putting my entire business online at the moment, and that includes all the classes that I teach from Zumba, Pilates, yoga, HIIT training, strength training, kettlebells, everything is gonna be online. I'm doing live free videos every single day. Uh, those workouts are 30 minutes total, and they're also available for 24 hours straight. Now, if you really enjoyed the video and you wanna do that same exact workout again, what I'm doing is recording the videos and also having that as something that you can purchase to help my personal business as well as help you be healthy and fit. Um, I'm also taking online clients, 30 minute sessions as well as 60 minute sessions. And for the next few weeks, this is, this is kind of where I'm holding my business. So if you're interested, please let me know. You can find me on Instagram at fitness trainer on demand, all one word, or you can add me um, on Google Hangouts at EliseRose at gmail.com. Guys, check it out. That's uh, my daughter, Elise. You can get uh, to her through Instagram. It's exercise with Elise. Guys, I'm telling you, man, just uh, she's awesome. She does stuff with kids, with adults. She can do it both with adults and kids, and she can kind of train you guys while you're sitting at your house. Man, check it out. Uh, my daughter, Elise, man, she is so beautiful too. So guys, here, here's the deal. We're going to get ready. We're going to watch this uh, this pre-recorded uh, um, tape, basically. I don't know if they call it tapes on here. I'm not quite sure. But, um, but we're going to watch that real quick. Remember, if you guys just tell me where you're watching from, let me know if you have prayer requests. And while you're listening, guys, do comments because, you know, the, the other rhythms and all the things that happen with, with Facebook, they deal with the comments, not necessarily the likes, but I do love the likes and, the, you know, and the hearts and all those kind of things. But so this is going to be my interview, not necessarily me interviewing her, but she's interviewing me. So you guys get a little bit of uh, in-depth about me and my testimony and all those kind of things. So if something hits with you and Holy Spirit just touches you, just uh, write those in the comments section. And uh, man, I'm really stoked about this. So check it out, guys. This is uh, my interview with Tiffany uh, Blackwell, and she's interviewing me. So I, I really, I, I know it's going to be powerful, and I know it's going to touch you guys. So enjoy. There we go. And I'll have to cool. upload it to YouTube. 
um, it decided to cut that string. Really? Yes. So, hey, you guys, let me find you all on oh. here. Looks like we're back and it, everything's doing good this time. It is. We have an awesome special guest here this evening. There we go, we got that on. Okay, yay, look at that. Just double checking. That's good. There we go. Okay, you guys. Okay. Right. Wow, I can concentrate on everybody now. Hello, everyone out there. Now, you're out there on everything from Vimeo to YouTube to Facebook, Twitch. Uh, so hello, hey, 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 you guys. And for those of you who love to watch this thing on YouTube, we will be getting that um, out there or whatever afterwards. We can upload that afterwards so you'll have a good uh, replay time or something. So that'll be good. There we go. Okay. Awesome. Alrighty. So let us know where you're from. I see people from Georgia on here. I see people from a lot of different places. For those of you who do not know, this is our special guest. He's Pastor Richard Schwagler. Did I say your last name right? That was close. Yeah, that was good. It's, it's Schwagler, but that's, that's good Schwagler. enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is Pastor Richard Schwagler, you guys. He is an awesome man of God. And we're going to wait just a couple of more minutes just so I can get a couple of things shared. I want y'all to share. Continue to tell me your city too. and state. Tennessee, so many different places. Look at that. We're gonna start that. Awesome. There we go. So, Pastor Richard, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Because a lot of people who follow me, like from North Carolina, Florida, uh, people on Periscope, there's Oregon on here, there's people from other countries, Alabama even, um, you know, that's not another country, but there are other people from other countries on here, from Africa and several other places. Tell us a little bit about yeah. yourself. Yeah, well, I want to thank you for allowing me to be on your show. I know that um, you've actually came on my show. I th has it yes, been sir. once or twice? I can't remember. I think it was sometime in the beginning of January, February of 2019. I think it was, yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, it's about me, um, man, I tell you, uh, I, I've gone through this process of God just like – what word am I looking for? Uh, it's like a revelation process. Um, I was uh, raised Catholic um, and became a born again Christian in 1985. 
and um, really didn't go to church or do anything until like 1994. And the process from 85 to 94, I ended up getting married. I graduated high school, got married really quick after that, went in the military. I was stationed in DC. Now I come from oh. a really small town. I came from a, a place called Sussex, Wisconsin. And uh, so Sussex at that time was probably about, I would say maybe 500 people, if that. So I really, I mean, I, I, I didn't grow up in the city, um, but so here I find myself in the military and uh, with other kind of cultures, people, races. I mean, it was, it, it was like a, it was a awakening of all these different things, right? Yes. So I'm stationed in DC and I'm stationed in DC. If you guys have ever been to DC, uh, there's a base that's in D.C. It's called Fort McClellan, and it, it is right on the uh, on the um, on the what is the the river that's in D.C. I just got a total mind blank. Um, oh, something. Is, is it the Potomac? Uh, the Potomac. Thank you. Is yeah. it for so real? The Potomac goes around. I'm not good with geography. It is. You got it. No, you got that. So the Potomac flows right around it, and then so we have this little base then we have the potomac and then right behind that is national uh reagan national airport okay so in the midst of this like place this little like base housed all the highest ranking military people uh i don't want to go too far into it because you know i gotta have secret clearances and all that kind of stuff right but president bush would run on our post i i got to see reagan i mean so it was an amazing thing so what what was around this post were like 10 foot brick walls. And the reason is, is because we were in a really bad part of district of Columbia. Oh. So I had my first experience of seeing homeless people and sex workers, um, prostitutes, all that kind of stuff walking by. So I just, it, you know, you know, you got, now you got to remember at that time, I wasn't as intimate with my relationship with God as I am now. But I just started like giving my BDUs to the homeless people. And um, I just started getting a heart for people, right? Yeah. So I ended up getting out of active duty, got hired on District of Columbia's police department. Um, was there maybe six months, I'm on my own and I'm clearing a building, uh, a vacant building uh, in my district that I worked and uh, had my first experience of helping somebody that was addicted to heroin. Um, this girl was, uh, was living, in the, living in the building. She was about my age. I think I was about 21 at the time. And don't really remember what I said to her, how I talked to her, but I was searching her purse and, and she had this, this picture of this young kid. And she's like, yeah, that was my, that was my son. Aww. I got him taken away because I'm hooked on heroin. And so I talked to her for like maybe, maybe 40 minutes or so. And kicked her out of the building and my dog is behind me if you can see she's like who are you talking to yeah like, who are you talking to all right go, go later well, and she's um cute. so thank you her name is harley she's a hey, rescue dog she comes from mississippi oh, right baby girl gotta get down and uh so anyways, long story really short, about three months after I kicked this girl out, I, I, I didn't arrest her and I kick her out of the out of the building and we're doing a take back the community rally. And uh, this girl come running up to me and she's like, hey, Officer Schwegler, do you remember me? And I'm like, yeah, I really don't. And she goes, I was in that building and you talked to me and she goes, man, I just want to thank you. You changed my life. 
you know, I, I've got my kid back. I've been clean for like three months and, and it just clicked with me that there was a possibility to actually help people while you're a cop. Um, fast forward that I come back, I went to desert storm and I come back from desert storm and resigned my job as a cop in DC, took my chances here in the Milwaukee area, took me about six months and I got hired. So I went from a very big metropolitan police department to a Barney Fife kind of police department with what was like one mile <laughs> long and three people on the department, right? And then I got hired where I did the rest of my career about 22 years, and that was in Brown Deer, which was a, a mid-sized police department in, a, in the city of, it was in the Milwaukee County, not necessarily in the city, but yes. that's where I spent 22 years. So, and I wasn't your normal, typically, typical officer. Um, I would arrest people and then uh, I would see if they wanted to get help, if they had drug or alcohol addiction. Yes. And I would literally arrest them, release them to somebody. And then when I get done working, take off my uniform, go pick them up, get them in the detox and get them into the recovery group at our church. That started the surrender ministry. Um, Today it's called, today it's called surrender all to Jesus. The changes in the name were the Mm -hmm. process of how God was walking me through my process with him. So it started out surrender. I did that for almost 10 years of helping people um, and uh, went through some of my own traumatic things in my own life of getting uh, divorced and and having new kids and getting married um, to a point where in 2008, I was backslidden for almost eight years, even though I was still kind of doing stuff with the police department with helping people. Um, but 2008, it was August 5th of 2008. I woke oh, you up remember the date. and, um, I do. Yeah. I, I, uh, yeah, I, I, t- I totally do. Um, I woke up and I started rekindling my, my, my relationship with God. Um, I stopped com- drinking completely. Um, and I really started sticking up for myself in the situation that I was in with. Do you mind if I interrupt you for a minute? Okay. Yeah. You just said August 5th. That's 8 5. 8 is new beginnings, the end of an old thing, the beginning of something new. 5 is grace. Okay. And so on August 5th, you get grace with this new beginning. I mean, that is popping out so huge. You've been on the military mountain the government slash military mountain. You've been taking that for Jesus. And then you had this little bit of kind of losing some of your fire, went through some things in life. And now God is reactivating you with more fervency than I'm sure you had even before that time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it took two years. I ended up finding the church that I'm in today. Um, and, and when I found the church, I go to Faith Builders Church here in the city of Milwaukee. A lot of people know our church because of Danny Gokey. Danny Gokey was our praise and worship singer. Um, so okay. it, so I go to the, he, he wasn't there when I was there, but I, I've seen him a couple of, He's an awesome guy. I mean, his family's awesome too. So I start going to church and um, have you ever heard of the Dream Center? I have. Out in LA? I have. Okay. Yeah. So um, I... Going to that church, I decided I was going to go back to school and get my master's degree in AODOA counseling. Um, 
I started walking around the south side of the city of Milwaukee with a guy from my church, and he was helping homeless people. I was trying to get homeless people into different rehabs. Um, I was going to go back to school to get my master's degree in AODOA counseling. Um, and I was sitting in my living room during this time period. And uh, I've probably been going to that, that church, Faith Builders, for probably maybe six months to eight months. And I had my first Holy Spirit moment uh, ah! sitting in my basement watching an, watching an inf info commercial. And it was Pastor Barnett from L.A. And Holy Spirit came over me and said, Milwaukee needs a dream center. And that literally changed my life. I mean, it literally changed my life. Ooh, I read the book, on. Cause Within You. Within, within two months, I wrote a proposal to my church to you know, teach a class called The Cause Within You. There's a backstory to this that if I get time to talk about it, you'll be like, man, this is just total God. Well, we have so plenty of time. I love I start the class. I, okay. So... So I, I get the okay to teach this class. Um, one of the things in the book is that he started the Dream Center by doing an Adopt-A-Neighborhood program. So I wanted to start this Adopt-A-Neighborhood program, and I didn't have anybody to do it with. The guy that I was walking around with at my church decided that he was going to leave the church and go somewhere else. Oh, no. So now I'm like alone, right? And so I, I ride a motorcycle. And we had a motorcycle group. So this would have been like maybe March of 2011. And they had this meeting and they're like, yeah, we want to do some outreach stuff. And we're looking to what to do. And I'm like raising my hand because God had already given me a street and a place to go to. And I wow. said, hey, let's do an adopt a neighborhood program. We'll go out there on Saturday. And so that's how it started. Um, then I started like teaching the class. Um Oh, yeah. No, I love riding. Yeah. We got to remember, I'm from the city of Milwaukee. So this is where those, this is where Harleys are made, right? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Y'all have to so, be wearing that leather stuff. So Y'all got to be having that padding. It's cool there. Yeah. Well, it was snowing today. Yeah. Ooh. It was snowing today. Yeah. It was crazy. So, um, so we start the Adopt a Neighborhood program and we continually are doing it. And I was like, I was changing the times. I knew we had to be consistent and, you know, like you should always go on the same day. You should always go at the same time because you're trying to build trust within the community. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, I was a sergeant on the police department at the time. So I'm like, okay, how can I, cause I had already been a dare officer. I had been a detective. I mean, I, I, I've, been, I did just about everything you could do to have weekends off and I needed weekends off. So long story really short, what I ended up doing is I took two demotions. I took a demotion back down oh. to patrol and then I took a demotion to what they call a desk officer so that I could work Monday through Friday and have weekends off, which then set the time for when I could just do these adopt a neighborhood programs every Saturday at 11 o'clock. Oh. So that started like April of 2011. So we just continued to do that and it continued to grow. Um, I did a missions trip, went out to LA and did a missions trip at the Dream Center. Came back, as I'm flying back from LA, God was giving me like a leader for the food, food group, a leader for the prayer, for the clothes, because we wanted to do like monthly giveaways for this group of people that we yeah. were going out and ministering to. So um, we hit the ground running and we had like four weeks to do our first event. And that was called Christmas on Washington street. 
we were able to raise 400 gifts and we went door to door in the community, hand these gifts out. Now from that Christmas into Milwaukee to the last one that they did, we were up to 2,500 homes and up to 17,000 gifts, <gasps> 17,000 gifts. Wow. It's crazy. And you guys, y'all need to listen to this. I hope you're hearing his testimony and his story because this is somebody who heard a word from the Lord. God overcame them. Holy Spirit just overwhelmed Pastor Richard. Okay. He's in a place in his life where he needs to be rekindled by God. He needs to come back into that fervency of the Lord. The Lord pursued him um, totally and he happened. said yes to the yeah. Lord. He said so much yes to the Lord that yeah. he laid down his finances. He laid down getting a brand new car. Come on, if you take two demotions, I'm sure that affected his salary. Come on, somebody. But he said oh, what? I, he said yes to the Lord. And he said no to yeah. the materialistic things because he knew souls there, were more. The there, value yeah, of there, someone's soul. There was so much. Yeah, there, there was like, I mean, I even I lived out of the city of Milwaukee and God told me to to go into the city because I should live where I was doing ministry. So I put my and it was in 2010 when the housing market crashed. So I couldn't sell my house because I owed more than what it was actually worth. Oh, no. So he told me to put it on Craigslist. First two people to come to my house on Craigslist. One guy was this guy named Dean Rossi. Um, mm. And his wife came. They had a ministry in the city of Milwaukee called Another Hand Foundation. They were instrumental in law and catapulting the ministry that I was doing with giving people clothes and furniture. I mean, it was just amazing how God worked that out. I ended up finding somebody that was taking over my payments. I ended up living in the city of Milwaukee. And then it just progressed and it progressed and it progressed. Um, at one point, Oh, I, at, and we also started a, a homeless ministry called After Dark. At one point, um, I was doing a TV interview, and um, one of my friends, who is the person that was below me, James Haley, he was standing there, and Holy Spirit told me, I was doing the interview for the uh, Serve Your City Day event that, that we were doing. So we're doing one of the big events that, that we do. And Holy Spirit told me we were going to have 52 of these adopt-a-neighborhood programs that would go out throughout the city of Milwaukee. So I said it on the air. I'm a firm believer that when you speak things into existence, they happen, right? I mean, we need to speak those things mm -hmm. that are not into existence, right? So afterwards, James is like, dude, what? how are we going to have 52 of these? And I'm like, I don't have a clue, but it's going to happen, right? Shortly after that, um, I was asked to go to a faith-based meeting for the city of Milwaukee. And the guy that asked me to go was someone that I met 22 years earlier as a young kid that worked as a, a cashier in Milwaukee, who's now a captain on the police department. That's a whole nother <laughs> godly story just in itself. He was the one that was instrumental into getting this group, this faith-based group that they had to do this Adopt-A-Neighborhood program. He was the one that started me being able to train other churches to do this Adopt-A-Neighborhood program. It, it catapulted into me getting a download from, from God to write a chaplaincy program, which I gave to Salvation Army, who is now, which is, we got to introduce to the Milwaukee Police Department. Now the Milwaukee Police have a chaplaincy program running which they never had before. 
I mean, it's just, wow. and it was from that one guy being able to introduce us into those things. Um, let me just kind of fast forward to kind of where I'm at today and what I've learned. So we ended up training about 150 different churches to do this adopt and aid program. I've gone to the south side of Chicago and trained churches there. There's a church down at where one of my friends, James Haley, who's actually running this program now, down in Florida that was trained to do this adopt a neighborhood program. So this adopt a neighborhood program turned into the community healing integrated partnership. The key of this community healing integrated partnership is to partner with your local police department. You meet with that local police department and it could be a big city or it could be a small place, but if it's a bigger city, you break it down in those smaller districts or bureaus or however your particular place does it. You meet with them and they tell you what's happening within that, that area. And then your probation parole's there, your nonprofits are there, your other churches are there. And you're all sitting around this table listening to the police officers of what's going wrong in that area. And then we come up with the initiatives and plans to go out to change those things. As a faith group, we listen to what God's given us on our downloads, and then we That's go right. implement those things. And part of it is the Adopt a Neighborhood programs. So 150 churches, all these things were happening. And let's fast forward. I was I'm single <laughs> almost 10 years. I had this thing that I was going to meet my future wife. And, um, and, and I had this drive to meet my wife, right? And I had this thought process in my head that she had the key to open up this. I, I thought, do, do you know what a jack in a box is? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Okay. So... For, for all those years, I'm thinking God is, it was like seven years. God is like winding me up in this jack-in-a-box <laughs> and he's molding me and he's preparing me mm -hmm. for my future wife, right? She had the key to open up this jack-in-a-box. And when I met her, that would open up and then we would catapult in this huge ministry together. So my focus was solely on ministry, solely on ministry. So I, I met someone. Ended up getting married really quick. Ended up leaving my job. I was working for Salvation Army. Left my job. Left everything. Packed up everything. Because probably shouldn't have. But went up to Canada. Oh, went wow. Went up to Canada. That's a lot. And I was there 40 days. Mm. 40 days. That's significant. And it was a storm. Huge. Yes, it was a huge storm. I'm not going to get into some of those details, but in all intents purposes, I was told to go back to the States. And I did. Wow. Reminds that me started of a downfall for me. That it's totally started a downfall for me. Oh. I came back in May of 2018. I was homeless. I didn't have a job. I had no money coming in. I had used almost all of my money to bring my stuff wow. up to Canada because I was married. And now I brought my stuff all back from Canada. I depleted everything. Um, I was lost. I, cause remember I had this impression that, you know, my future wife had that key to open up this Jack in a box and that we would be in this huge ministry together. So I was thinking I had all these confirmations that were happening when in actuality, what was happening is I was connecting dots that God wasn't necessarily connecting. I don't know if oh. you guys have ever done something like that. Oh yeah. Um, I was hearing God, but I was saying, okay, God, you gave me this word, but now I'm connecting it with this word. 
And he was not necessarily connecting these two words together, but I was because I was trying to get my desires met, right? And it just, Come it was on. the wrong thing. So it can do before that. I left, I ended up getting the, oh yeah, be, before I left, have, have you guys ever gotten a prophetic word that, and hopefully you guys do this, but you get a prophetic word. I usually like record mine and then I'll transcribe it, right? But have you ever gotten a prophetic word that you recorded, but you rejected, but you still kept it? Oh, yeah. Well, that happened to me. Yeah. Usually I delete them. Usually I delete them. But if it's so when I got this word, I, rejected I usually it. do delete it. No, this one didn't violate scripture or anything. I just didn't, I just didn't receive didn't it. it. And it was because of a couple of things. No, it was a couple of things a person said at the beginning. And I went, mm, I don't like that. Right. <laughs> so I don't like it. But that, but that word came into play in July of 2018. So wow. I come back, I ended up living with my parents. I'm 50 some years old, no place to live, no job. I, I can get my retirement, but I didn't want to start pulling my retirement, right? I mean, I have 28 yes. years as a cop, right? Um, but I wanted to wait because I take a hit if I take it at, at that age, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, I, I, and literally, I couldn't find a job that would support myself to make enough money that I needed. I couldn't go back to Salvation Army because I helped them, you know, get the person that they were, like, that, that they hired. And he's doing really good. So they don't have any positions. So I'm stuck. But I think this is where God wanted me to be. He literally wanted me to be there. So Amen. I didn't even want to go back to my church. Faith builders. I was I was embarrassed. I was ashamed. I was like, people, people are gonna ask you questions. Pastor Rich, you know, what, you know, where's where's your wife? You know, and it's like, I don't I didn't even know what was going on. Just just let you know. I, I don't believe in divorce, but I I can tell you that. I listened to Holy Spirit and I did everything to the nth degree of what he wanted me to do. And I ended up getting divorced and it was something that I did not want. It was something that was perpetuated by the other person. I'll leave that aside. Um, but I did do everything he told me to do. Um, and I feel, I feel totally fine with that. So I you did not want to even happen. go to church at my own church. Yeah. I, I, so my, my pastor calls me and goes, Hey, I know you're back. Where are you? And I'm like, I don't even want to come. I don't want people asking me questions. And he's like, just come. You know, and the other thing too is when I hit the, when, when I started Faith Builders, I started ushering right away. By the time I left, I was running the sanctuary. I was, I, I was the head, I was security. So I was working. So I started going back to church. I'm up in the front row and Holy Spirit's falling. This would have been July of like, or like June of 2018. Holy Spirit is falling where people are like bawling and you can physically feel his Come presence. Mm -hmm. And I'm standing there. And the first thing that hits me is I don't even know how to worship. Oh, no. I've worked so long in church. I've worked so long in church that I've always kept my eyes open. I'm praising and stuff, but I've never, I didn't, I didn't know how to worship. The second thing I started, I started dealing with was, I believe, pride because Holy Spirit was telling me to go to my knees. And I'm like, well, there's no one else on their knees. Why do I got to go to my knees? And I'm like battling this inside, right? It'll drive Finally us on to my knees, knees when we obey like that. Oh. And for those uh, of you who I'm don't like, know, finally on my... yeah, just for yeah. a quick little thing, I'm just interrupting you for a minute. 
But praise no, go ahead. Can, it really makes your flesh feel good usually, okay? And it can be somewhat intimate. Yeah. But when he's when Pastor Richard is talking about worship, that's when you take it deeper. I mean, it's just a yeah. lot of times you'll be seeing God, feeling God, hearing him so much more clearly. It, it's just Huge. deeper. It's more intimate. Yeah. Okay, so if you've never experienced that, continue yeah. to listen to his testimony because you're going to want to step off into that. Mm. Yeah. Thank you, Pastor Richard. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, well, I, I, I was learning how to soak. I was learning how to soak yeah. and just be in his presence. So I was doing a lot of walking. I was like Forrest Gump when he was on that run, <laughs> but I was walking. There were times where there, no, I'm, I'm serious. There were times I was walking and I was 26 miles out not even realizing because I was such in his presence. And you know what, you know, I don't, I don't know if you ever heard of Jason Upton, but man, that's what I was listening to at the time was just all of his stuff. And it was just getting me into his presence. Uh, it was amazing. So I had all these things happening. I'm finally on my knees, Holy Spirit's falling. And I started, I, I, I got a job. I started working security and I started, I was a security supervisor, but then I was working overtime at this other place. And I called it the love shack because I was able to go to this shack, the security shack, and I could do whatever I wanted to do because there's nothing else going on. So I spent eight, sometimes 16 hours listening to preaching, praise and worship, just being in his presence. Right. So. Mm -hmm. I'm watching a prophet that I met when I was in Canada and I'm watching him online and Holy Spirit tells me, review your words. And I'm like, oh, okay, pull up my phone, start going through my words. I can't find any of them. There's only one word, one prophetic word on my phone. And guess which one it oh, is? Wow. The one that I got just before I was told to go back to the States. And I'm like, well, that can't be the word. You don't want me to, you don't want me to listen to this one. Come on. Right? I start listening to the word and it was... Spot on. Come on. Spot on. I got by the... I got by the correction that it started with, and it was spot on. Everything that I was going through was what was in that word. It was amazing. Um, he, he said that I would... That God wanted me to go behind the curtain and that he was going to set a new DNA in me a new DNA and um, just amazing. So I, I immediately like contact this prophet and I'm like, man, just you. thank you. Yeah, I know. Right. Um, and I'm like, thank you. That, I mean, your word was spot on and this is what I'm going through right now. So that ushered into being at my church it was July. I don't remember the exact day, but I was on my knees and I literally it was like the praise and worship stopped. It, I couldn't hear it. Um, and I just felt his presence. It was like he wrapped his arms around me. And Tiffany, this is what he said. He said, just you and me, this is where I wanted you to be. Hmm. And it hit me. It hit me all, all these years. <laughs> All these years, just, I'm, I'm very obedient when it comes to do this and I'm going to go do it, right? Yeah. Um, 
leave your job as a cop. I left my job as a cop 2014, going to full-time ministry, not knowing how I was going to get paid. Just, I did it. Just all those kind of things. But, and in all these churches, 150, adopt a neighborhood program, the chaplaincy program, all these things, they really didn't mean anything to him. It furthered his kingdom, mm. but what he wanted was me surrendering on my knees, allowing him in. It was huge. It was huge. Um, I hope y'all are listening yeah, it to was, this. Uh, y'all really need to uh, share this. You need to invite somebody, especially if somebody's out there and they're lost or somebody's out there and you can tell some of the fire within them has gone out. Send this to them in the messenger yeah. or type their name on the screen. Share it to your homepage. Yeah. You never know who's going to hop on here, who's going to benefit from this. Because I can feel the presence and the love of God so strongly on here. Okay? <clears throat> it's just flowing right yeah. out of the words that Pastor Richard is saying. Testimonies are powerful. The things that happen in yeah. our lives. It, um, you know. Mm. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I, I ended up. I ended up figuring out and I've, I have like, I I've been through deliverance training. I've, I've, I've done deliverance. I've been delivered. Come I mean, on, I've had yeah. all those kind of things. Right. But what, what he brought up, I made an unhealthy vow when I was a young kid, I was sexually assaulted as a young kid. I was, gosh, I was like in, kindergarten around that time frame and I made a vow that I would never let anyone in and I wouldn't never trust anybody so what he revealed to me is I had all these surface relationships with people throughout my life including him including him so when I surrendered and I allowed him in that day when he said that to me all that got lifted out it, it's an amazing thing when you finally surrender and you give up all those things. He, I, guys, if you're listening right now and, and something, something, if something's holding you back, it's the surrender part. There's something going on that God is trying to tell you, but he can't tell you unless you allow him in. You got to let him in. You have to let him in. What I figured out in that day too is that everything stems, everything that he wants you to do stems from that intimate relationship with him. You got to get filled up every day. It's, it's like every day you're filling up again with Holy Spirit. And then you can go out and do those things that he wants you to do. But without that fill up, you're not going to do what he wants you to do. And even if you do because he's going to allow you, because he's going to further his kingdom, it doesn't mean, here, how many of you ever heard of Matthew 7? Have you guys ever heard of Matthew 7? Where... I'm sure maybe Christians are about to be judged by Jesus and Jesus and, and they're saying, Lord, Lord, we casted out demons. We, we healed people. We did all these things in your name. And he looks at them and he says, I never knew you guys. Yeah. I'm telling you that could have been me. That could have been me. Wow. Well, I was Richard. more focused on the ministry than I was on the relationship. And God is all about relationships with him, with your wife, with your kids, with your family, with your co-workers, with the people you meet on the street. He's all about relationships. Well, Pastor Richard, imagine yeah. we've got a household full of kids or something. 
And imagine one of your sons. Oh, you're always telling him, make your bed. I need you to set the table. I need you to turn the TV on, turn the TV off, open the door, <clears throat> shut the door. They're very obedient. Yeah. But they never turn yeah. around and look you in the eyes. They don't ever come before you yeah. and just spend time with you, hold your hand, and walk around and you talk intimately. What kind of yeah. a relationship yeah. would that be with your child? It would be yeah. very yeah. off. The other thing that happened to me too was I figured out my identity of how God really sees me. It was very, it was very humbling because I thought he saw me differently than that day when he told me, just you and me, this is where I wanted you to be. Because it was in that humbleness that he loved me. And then and then I kind of figured out that everything they were doing, he's He's waiting. He, it's like, yeah, we did that adopt a neighborhood program, Rich, but I really want you. Yeah, we did that chaplaincy program, but Rich, I really wanted you. You know, I mean, it's just, it's crazy when you think about it like that. You want your identity? Man, I'm telling you, surrender because it's coming. Your identity. He's going to let you know how much he loves you. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Um, Pastor Richard. Yeah. Uh, here's another example of what you're talking about. Imagine spouses. When I do marriage counseling, I have a lot of people complain. My spouse, you know, we don't. He doesn't ever spend time with me. It's usually the women that say that. And men go, I spend time yeah. with her. We watch movies yeah. and TV together three or four hours. I spent three or four hours her watching a movie, and I'm like, Yeah. Um, you yeah. watched the TV. You did an activity together. You didn't do an activity. That was just you and her, where you were facing each other. I yeah. mean, you're into the TV. Yeah. How could you really be, in, you know, you're not really doing anything yeah. with her, so to speak. It's not the same thing. Yeah, right. So, yeah. No, and, I And, you know, agree. you're talking about the so, phone. So, um. Well, you were talking about the phone, the prophetic word. Go ahead. How when you opened your phone, the other ones had vanished yeah. and disappeared. I have literally, in some of my darkest, yeah. deepest moments, where I was believing the lie of the enemy, I had forgotten I'd gotten a prophetic word where somebody said, it's not your fault. Um, they were telling me mm. all these wonderful, yeah. encouraging things. And I had recorded that. Well, I yeah. had forgotten about it. Probably yeah. a year, year and a half went by. But I'm on a patio. At this time, I had, was living in a condo. And so I'm on this patio... And I'm listening to the enemy's voice. And, you know, sometimes now I'm very quick to catch that. But at that time, I just kept going, yeah, yeah that's right. Nobody cares. Nobody, oh, I, 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 this is just all my that phone record, stuff yep. or who knows what. That word came on my phone. My phone started playing that prophetic word. It was just laying beside me. Amen. And by itself, that word yeah. started playing. And I was like, yeah, what? It took me a minute to realize it was coming off yeah. the phone. And then I'm like, Lord. And I yeah. could just feel Holy Spirit bubbling up. And he was just like, you need to listen to this. I'm talking to you. Stop listening to that other voice. Mm. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's. Uh, yeah. So uh, you're probably like, where am I at today? Um, so the radio show for me, it's, it's surrender all to Jesus ministries, radio show. For me, the radio show started in 2014 when I left my job as a cop. And for me, it was a way to wait to declare things over the airways, right? I'm a firm believer in that. 
But the other thing is to showcase what God is doing through people. I, I, I want people to be able to connect with what someone's saying, right? And then go, oh, I want to do that. Or if they're in the area, oh, I want to do that with them, right? So it, that, that, was a, that was another reason. Um, so I continue to do that kind of stuff. Um, the thing for me right now, the push for me right now is I want to teach people their identity, how to hear Holy Spirit, and then how to go out and take a risk. And I ended up, a lot of you guys know Bethel Church out in California. Um, mm-hmm. I started teaching a class called Firestarters. I don't know if you ever heard of that. But so it's teaching people just those things, you know, how to give prophetic words, how to give a word of knowledge, how to pray for people. You know, I mean, we go out and we do treasure hunting. So I'm still teaching adopt a neighborhood programs, but I'm going to teach you this first because I really believe that people need to have that not that, and this is what I tell people is that not that what God was doing before, what I was teaching before, what God wanted me to teach is wrong because it wasn't, but there's a more emphasis now for this season to go out and really just pound, just pound. Holy Spirit wants to bring the power and he's looking for people to hear and allow him to do it through them. Right. That's right. But if you're not hearing them, you're not going to know what he's telling you. Right. Oh dear. Right. You know, and and and, and then we don't want to, and then we don't want to go out there and be like spooky and crazy, like weird, because we want to love people, right? So there's mm-hmm. ways to do those kind of things. So I'm teaching fire starters. I do conferences called wildfire conferences. So I took what what they did out in Bethel and I knocked it down to an eight week class, and then I do a three day conference with it too. So pretty cool stuff. I mean, it's the conferences are like a quick dose of bam, let's just get all this and go out and do it. And, but it just gets them going and doing it. Right. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's my main focus right now is to teach those kind of things. And I know that one of the questions you asked me before was like, what do you think Holy Spirit's saying? And this is new. I mean, he is doing something new. Churches are with all this online stuff. I mean, we're reaching people that we've never been able to reach before. And people are more accustomed to looking at this now, but just wait, guys, just wait. When that is lifted where we can go back out, there's going to be a fire that's going to fall. Like you would not believe we're going to see those signs, wonders and miracles, man. I mean, cause I know I'm like biting at the bit. I was talking to my pastor the other day. I'm like, want to go out and do this, you know? And you know, we're kind of waiting and seeing, and I mean, we still do some things, but no, when this is lifted and it's gone, you're going to see an explosion of Holy Spirit just going out and doing things and signs, wonders, and miracles. People are going to be healed. Demonic spirits are going to get kicked out immediately. People are going to be, you know, addictions gone, instantly gone, you know, just from us praying and laying hands and prophetically declaring it going to be gone. Yeah. I'm, I'm stoked. I am totally stoked. I'm stoked about getting people to go out there to do it and just get them into their destiny, you know, let's get out and do it, you know? So, Pastor Richard, everything that you've mentioned tonight rests and literally sits on the intimacy with the Lord. If you're not intimate, yeah. if you're not intimate with Jesus or intimate with Holy Spirit or intimate with the Father, you're not going to have those fresh words. So I want to encourage you, if you're on here right now, you're going to need to do that. 
there were times in my life, as yeah. an example, this individual was not bad, um, but for whatever reason, that day when they dealt with me, it was like they had opened up the ministry book. Step one, do this with the person that you're trying to minister to. Step two, do this. Step three, do that. Yeah. And it was just like a yeah. step one through eight. And they were going through some yeah. steps. And what they had not realized is somebody had sent me to them. And normally the people everyone sent them were people who were on drugs, alcohol, cheated on their spouses, gotcha. male or female, didn't matter. Um... So when right. I contacted this individual, and I'm thinking they're going to minister to me out of a flow of Holy Spirit, that day, you know, I don't know what happened. But they began to speak <laughs> to me and said, well, if you hadn't cheated on your spouse, if you had not done this, if you'd not been doing those drugs, you'd not been drunk, you'd not been strung out and put in jail. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. And Holy <laughs> Spirit said they went into ministry mode. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Excuse me, God isn't saying that about me. Yeah. Those things have never even happened. And he was like, yeah. what? And so then it jarred him back into a realization because any of us can slip off into that if we're not yeah. spending that time with the Lord. And you may think, well, yeah. I've been busy. Things have happened. But we have to make time for that intimacy. Yeah. If you will listen to yeah. this, and I encourage y'all to go back through this and listen to it again once all this is over. But... It's yeah. that intimacy. Pastor Richard, yeah. I yeah. guess you could even oh, say a little I, bit more I'll about that. I'll tell you what, it 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 took me it took me a while to get to that point. I went to uh, a Jesus Image conference in 2017 and I went there, Todd White was speaking, and I'm on the floor just bawling. I'm like just flat out bawling. I go back up to Canada and I preached on like intimacy but it didn't click yet. It, it was a process that God was walking me through and he knew exactly where I needed to be, what needed to happen to get me to be on my knees and finally surrender. Um, it, but it was a process. I mean, now that I look back, I can say, oh my gosh, yeah, that was the beginning of it. And then I had this happen and then I had this happen. So we all have a process, right? Um, what I, I mean, I wish I would have this revelation that I have right now back that day when I was in that warehouse helping that young girl. I, I really wish I would because I don't know what, what more could have happened, but God knows. He works from the end to the beginning. He knows everything in between, and he knew exactly where I needed to be for the season that I needed to be in for what I'm about to do right now, right? Uh -huh. So it's doing those things and just being aligned correctly. Passover, right now, we're in Passover. Woo! God is trying to make an appointment with us, right? My, I, I was just yeah. listening to my pastor tonight, Pastor Pruitt. Just crazy good stuff about Passover and, and the feasts. And this is the time that God is making an appointment with us. It, it, he needs us to come. It, we need to be there. And then there's seven huge blessings that come with that, right? I mean, yeah. awesome blessings. I was talking about a little bit of that on my, on my show today. So, but if you're not aligned correctly, it ain't happening. And alignment comes in with intimacy, right? Alignment comes in with intimacy. Because when you're intimate, it's hard to not give up those things that he wants you to give up, right? I mean, it really is. I mean, it, it, it really, really is. Um, yeah, I don't, uh, 
Yeah, that's amazing. I, uh, I, I'm a firm believer that no matter what you're going through, no matter what season you think you're in, the way to, the way to change the things that are happening is develop a more intimate relationship. And from that, things will start to flow better. Things will start to happen better. God's going to move in your behalf. He wants to move in your behalf, but he's waiting for that intimacy and that surrender. You know, um, when I look back at like, when I started the ministry, it was surrender, left my job as a cop, which was a huge surrender, right? He wanted me to change it to surrender all. So I did that. And then this last in, in 2018, he wanted me to change it to surrender all to Jesus. Now, I really believe it should have always been surrender all to Jesus, but it was a process of walking my relationship with him that made those changes. Come on. I, you know, even just all the stuff that happened to me up in Canada and all that other stuff, I wouldn't change anything. And there was some pain that was involved, some rejection that I never felt before. I never felt some of the rejection that I felt, especially mm-hmm. church rejection. It was it was crazy. But if I wouldn't be where I'm at right now, man, I'm telling you, I would do it all over again. I would do it a thousand times over again if it meant that I'm right here right now in my relationship with him. Because what I have right now mm-hmm. is something that I longed for. That was the relationship that I was longing for. It wasn't my future wife. It was yeah. him. It was him. It was totally him. Um, So, yeah. And we talk about like, I I know that you did a segment on like husbands, wives and being single and stuff like that. Man, I'm telling you, the minute, like, at least for me, I now am able to love people at depths that I never knew existed. Never knew existed because of me allowing him in. I can now give love at depths that I never knew existed because that, that, unhealthy vow is gone. It's not no longer controlling me and inhibiting me. You know, I mean, it's, I am so ready. I don't need to be married. I really don't. I'm pretty satisfied where I am. Do I want to have a ministry with my future wife? I totally do, but I know God's going to make that happen. I'm going to concentrate on relationship, him first, and then that other person, right? I mean, that's that's where it starts, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And Pastor Richard, I just love this. (laughs) I so appreciate you sharing and talking about this. And you guys, again, that intimacy is exceedingly important. Um, You had mentioned, Pastor Richard, the different things you went through. You wouldn't take having to go through that because that's what helped to drive you into that intimate relationship with the Lord. Same thing with me when my son died. I wouldn't, you know, I certainly didn't want to lose my child, but it was losing my child that caused me or drove me or pushed me into the arms of love and the loving arms of God at a depth I had never been in before. Okay, I was a woman in ministry before. Right. But the fact that when he died, it was like I lost everything. And I only had him to pull into. And it really began to show me how shallow, I mean, literally God walked up to me. My, my child has died and I had been grieving a few weeks. And I just remember he kept saying, you're so shallow. And I was like, and he didn't necessarily wow. mean like you're shallow, like an insincere person. He was saying my measure of intimacy related to love with him 
right. was shallow. Like right. I was in, like I barely got had my right. toes wet. And he wanted me to just dive right. into the swimming pool yeah. of love. I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah. So you guys. <laughs> yeah. I know that. I know it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, yeah. If you guys are listening right now and then, and, and some of you are like, man, I mean, there's like Holy spirit just clicked a couple different things in your head that you either need to surrender, give up what, whatever it may be, man, we can pray for you. We can help yes. you through that process. Um, ultimately you got to do it, but sometimes it's easier to have someone walk that process with you. I've been more than happy to do that. I know that Tiffany does that I stuff too. I was about too. to ask you um, that. I do like, yeah. I was going to ask you yeah, to do that. I, I do like, yeah. So we could do that right now if people yes. wanted to do it or if they wanted to do it offline. Yeah, I, we, we could do that. Um, one of the, one of the things that I do is called healthy surrender and that's, it's a business slash ministry. So I do deliverance, inner healing, life coaching, mentoring, mediations, um, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I love doing that stuff. I mean, it's just, you know, I, I was, like I said, I was a different kind of police officer, right? So yes. when neighbors had disputes, they had me come in to do neighborhood disputes. So I did mediation sessions, literally bring them into the station, sit them down and come up with a resolution, right? Did the same thing as a vice president of our union with officers and supervisors, um, and then I started mentoring kids. That was amazing. I, and really cool thing is that my department allowed me to do these things. All I had to do was type a report, but he allowed me to do these things. Now, what I didn't know at the time is that the whole time I'm doing all these things, Holy Spirit's giving me downloads, downloads, downloads of how to fix all these things. Now I didn't put that all together until, you know, later, but he totally was just, I mean, he was always in the midst of all of that stuff. Mm. I mean, I did one counseling session with this one. And I call it counseling, even though I was a cop, like almost a year. We did weekly, monthly, and then we went to every other, like every other month, you know, and I was dealing with the kids IEP at school. I mean, it was an amazing thing. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Amen. So if you uh, have time, yeah. I would really love for you to pray with people about vows like if Holy Spirit has brought up what you said earlier, plus yeah. the vows, if they've made any vows. Yeah. Oh, you know, yes. That Think of the one that I made as a kindergartner, and it affected me my entire life. And I had some really good counseling when I was an adult with that, but this counselor was not a Christian counselor. She was good, but... There's an aspect of your mind that needs to be changed, but then there's a spiritual aspect of the unhealthy vow you made. You need to disembowel and kick it out, right? And take back right. that authority that you gave, right? I mean, it's there's there's the spiritual implications of what's going on too. Yeah. Amen. Yes. So yeah, if, if anybody has that, I would love to. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And so um, would you mind praying right now? Would you mind leading a prayer or leading some people yeah. into that as a group? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. All right. Father, I just thank you for um, just Holy Spirit, just for falling right now and just being with us. And, and we just want more Holy Spirit. We just want more just to speak through us. And um, Holy Spirit, just hit these airwaves and just touch people's hearts and their minds. 
Um, I just declare right now that you're just going to bring up those things and those people that need to be brought up right now of any kind of unhealthy vows. Just bring them up in their minds right now. And then I just declare, Father, you're just going to give them the courage to kick those things out, Father. We're just declaring those vows to be broken right now in Jesus' name. If you're out there right now and you're listening, just say, I break that vow in Jesus' name. And you say, I take back authority of my life. I take that area back. The devil has no longer has authority in that area whatsoever. And just in Jesus' name, Father, I just declare freedom for these people. Freedom right now, instantly yes. freedom. I declare peace, just an overwhelming supernatural peace that will just come over them, Father. Holy Spirit, just let them know that you're there. Just wrap your arms around them like you did with me. Just wrap your arms around them. Just let them know how much you love them. I declare right now, Father, that you would just send warrior angels around those people. Just warrior angels around them to protect them and just pull those that. nasty things out right now in Jesus' name. And Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Hmm. Oh, wow. Just peace. Peace in Jesus' name. Yeah, I keep on hearing the name Tracy. Is there a Tracy? I don't know if you can see the comments on your phone or not. I saw somebody named Tracy earlier. I saw the name Tracy earlier. But I'm seeing those angels. Tracy, if you're yeah. on here, honey, please call me. And if, if you're on here and you know a Tracy, please tag a Tracy right now. But I keep seeing their broad chests. And I keep seeing so <clears> many <throat> wings and feathers. There's a strength. The strength of God. Hmm. Man, I, I, I know that God right now is trying to get people aligned correctly. He needs everyone to go out and do their destiny. Each one of us has a destiny with souls attached to it. So he needs us to go out there to do those things that, that he preordained for our lives. And he preordained those people that we're going to meet. So he needs people to get aligned correctly. And if you have unhealthy vows and all those kind of things, it's very, very difficult. Now, you got to remember, I went, you know, kindergarten to what? I was like 51 <laughs> when I had that revelation. So that's a long time. God was still using me. But guys, you don't have to wait that long. That's why we're here. That's why we're doing this. Just that revelation can come there instead of that 20, 30, 40 years. It can come to you right now. That freedom can come to you right now. Believe me, if I would have known this earlier, I would have kicked that out a long time ago. A long time ago. Wow. Thank you, Thank you Father. Thank you, Lord God. Yeah, I'm looking through the comments and I don't see any. He said, Tracy. Somebody just tagged a Tracy, but I kept, I kept seeing okay. earlier. I saw the name Tracy on one of these live streams. But you know what? They may even jump on here. Could be. Yeah. Like, I mean, the good thing about, this is the cool thing about replays, right? I mean, this is, yes. I mean, we could be speaking to a Tracy that like five, 10 years from now is going to look at this and go, Oh, that was me. Yeah, I just got that freedom. That's how Holy Spirit works, man. I'm telling you. I gosh, I remember being at my house and uh there's a prophet that was up in Canada 
and he was uh, I was watching a live stream and the prophet was calling out a couple people that I knew. And he had um, that person stand up and then he had her son stand up and then he said, who's Richard? Literally, I'm watching him and he said, who's Richard? And they're like, oh, that's so that's, you know, right. That's so and so. And and then he started talking to me and I had pain in my back, called out that pain, got healed instantly from Facebook Live. Facebook Live got healed. It was amazing. Wow. It was totally amazing. So God can do amazing things. And, you know, I read this on my show this afternoon. Um, this is Isaiah 43, 19. If you guys have never read the Passion Translation, I highly suggest you read it because it's really awesome. So this is Isaiah 43, 19. It says, I am doing something brand new, something unheard of. Even now it sprouts and grows and matures. Don't you perceive it? Guys, are you perceiving what God is doing right now in this time and season? It's something new. We're all in one spot. We're at our houses. We're looking online. There's something new that's going on. Do you perceive it? Can you see his glory being magnified through what's happening right now? I will make a way in the wilderness. Guys, I know a lot of us are feeling kind of despaired. Some of us might not be working, but God is going to make a way in that wilderness and open up flowing streams in that desert. Are you perceiving what he's doing new? Because he is doing something new. I can, and I know my pastor talked about it tonight too, but man, church is never going to look the same. Never will be the same. It is no longer church in the four walls. It is church online. It is church on the streets. Wherever we go, we are the church. Us, Holy Spirit is flowing and we're, that's the church, guys. That is the church. Yeah. It doesn't mean that we shouldn't like come together as a corporate church because I totally believe in that. I totally believe in the last days that we're going to come together even more. But it might be like this. It might not be in church. It might be like this. It might be, you know, there's something Matthew 18, 19 says we're two or, or more are together, right? That he's in the midst and whatever we ask in his name, it will be done, right? So that's this, like you and I, Tiffany, and all the other people that are watching, right? That's but right. it's also in corporate too when we're in our corporate setting. So yeah. I keep saying for Excellent. believers, this is the time of expansion. This is a time of that wealth creation, a time to acquire property, a time yeah. to advance, and a time yeah. to step out. And it seems like a contrary word to what people in the natural would yeah. want to say, what the world would try to tell you. But I'm just saying, yeah. God has been yeah. faithful through every single bit of this, even with my ministry. Amen. Just like, you know, you're in ministry yeah. full time and all. Yeah. I just know God kept saying that during this time of what people were going to call lack, that he was going to provide yeah. for me at an even greater level. And yeah. thus far, it has yeah. occurred that way. That I can't wait till yeah. this is over to where I can testify because I know I'm only seeing the beginning of it. Yeah. No, I would totally agree. Yeah. No, I would totally, totally agree. Yeah. No, I would agree. Um it's amazing. Even when I was like in, like when I left my job in 2014 and, you know, my church took me on as a missionary, but I never knew how much I was going to get. It could be $5. It could be $3,000. I just knew that no matter what, it would always be enough to pay the bills and do the things that I needed to do. 
And there were days where it was like, you know, I'm like one day away and I got to make a, I got to make a payment on something. You know, my pastor would call me and go, Hey, someone just dropped off a thousand dollars. How do you want it? I'm like, now <laughs> we can do this now. Let's I'll just come get it. So, but he always takes care of us. He always yes, he takes is. care of us. So, and even in times of this guys, if you're not working, there's, there's things right now that the government's shooting out that are going to help us. And those are God ordained guys. I'm telling you these, these checks that we're going to get, I, all that stuff is a blessing that God is putting out there. And I really think that we're going to see a rebound in our economy. Like it's not, I mean, it's going to explode along with Holy Spirit, whatever well, here's else he's testimony. doing. Yeah. Amen. Here's a testimony from someone. Celeste said that they got a free $180 battery for their car yesterday. Well, guess what yeah. I got? Thank you, Celeste, for sharing that. Y'all need to start putting your testimonies on here. I had a testimony. Yeah. Not last weekend, but I think it was the weekend before that. It was either two or three weekends ago. God put it on someone's heart to come to me. I was riding on bald tires for like five and a half, six months. I mean, it was past okay. the point. When I moved here, they should have right. been changed long before I moved here. And I was here, and people right. were like, you got to get those changed. You, you've got to go get you tires. You need four of them. I said, I usually get them in twos. You know, like, I buy twos. Because I'm thinking to myself, four is expensive. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of funds. I hadn't heard that from the yeah. Lord. I keep taking it yeah, to me. Well, they basically approached me, this family, and said, we want to bless you with a whole set of tires. Four. I said, oh, my gosh, Amen. you probably saw the t tires out there on the car. And they said, no, I haven't even looked at the tires on your car. I just heard the Lord tell me, um, you know, yeah. he gave me a choice. He asked Amen. me if I would. Amen. And so I'm saying I Amen. will. And then they said, and don't get the cheap ones either. Yeah. Yeah, right. I, exactly. I no, I I love when God does those things. I, um, yeah, no, I, I remember... Um, so it was in the process of I put in a grant from this huge nonprofit that they were going to give me three years of like what I was making as a cop to leave. And then then we renegotiate and I would be in full time ministry. So I met the CEO of this company that I met someone that they like started this other like nonprofit in the area that I was doing the adopt neighborhood program. So we were all kind of friends. Right. So. The one that was in the same area, her name is Tina. She was really good friends with the CEO. Tina helped me write this, this grant. And I'm thinking, I'm going to get this grant, right? I'm like, you know, and then I started prophetically declaring it at my work. Hey, I'm leaving. I'm going to get this grant, you know, and I'm like preparing people and I'm, you know, I'm declaring it outward, right? I mean, that's what we're supposed to do, right? And um, typed up my resignation paperwork, had it all ready to go, Ooh. you know, and, uh, so that was like, whoo, that was like, oh, July of 2013, no, yeah, 2013. And no, yeah, 20, nope, 2014, nope, yeah, 2013. I get my years mixed up after, after a while. So anyways, December rolls around, nothing, haven't heard anything. And I'm like, what the heck? It doesn't take that long to either approve or disapprove a grant. It's not, I mean, we're not talking like millions of dollars. We're talking a couple, maybe a hundred thousand. I mean, tops, right? And um, so I go on a date in Chicago. I pull up at the Starbucks, get out, sit down. And this girl hands me an envelope. And she's like, hey, she goes, this has nothing to do with whether or not we 
stay friends, get married, date, nothing. This has everything to do with five minutes after talking to you. Holy Spirit told me I was supposed to give you this money. And I'm like, seriously? And she's like, yes. I'm driving back Look from Chicago that. with a check for $5,000. And I'm like, okay, God, do I put it in my account? Do I put it in my account? Because, you know, I, I'm going to be leaving my job and I can use it as money that I could live, right? No, I planted a seed. I put, I gave it back to my church and to the community teams of the Adopt and program that I started. Wow. So that was December, January rolls around. And I finally get an email and it's from Susan Lloyd and they denied my grant. They denied it. And then I started having a pity party. I'm like, okay, God, I took two demotions. I moved from my 5,000 square foot house to this one Milwaukee, which is really small. Yeah. I, well, that too. And I'm like, what more do you want me to do? And he said, trust me. Printed out my resignation paperwork, knocked on my chief's door and said, hey, I'm leaving. When can we hire the person so I can train them? And then they'll give me my end date. And he goes, well, I can't do anything until I have your resignation paperwork. We've got to go in front of the police commission. So I signed it, gave it to him. And I left that July, not knowing how I was going to have any money coming in. Just crazy. Wow. But how about for that check? God was setting me up going, here's a glimpse of what I can do. Just, just trust me. Just trust me, right? So, and what God does for one, there's no saying that he's not going to do it. In fact, it even says that he will do it for other people. So all these blessings can happen to you too. Yes. It's amazing. God is so I awesome, I love these man. supernatural testimonies, yeah, especially so awesome. about finances right now. I didn't realize we were just going to roll over and rush into yeah. this, Pastor Richard, but I really believe people on here need this. They're needing to hear these encouraging words and yeah, not to give up so about too. their finances and such. Yep. Um, you know, I've had times where no, people gave no. me an envelope. The woman said there was 200 and either yep. 20 or 280 something dollars in it. Well, when I got it, yep. we all know. When someone hands you an envelope or hands you cash, unless it's payment for a service, you don't just start yep. yanking it out and count it in front of them. Okay, you know, you, you just don't. go, oh, thank no. you. You stick it in your purse yep. or your exactly. pocket. Yep. And you walk away all calm. Yep. And so I get yep. back to, I guess, my house. And I had all these little kids running around. And I got this envelope. And the Lord says, you're going to use that to pay your bills. So I lay out all my bills. I get this envelope and I'm like, I'm going to count what's in the envelope because I, maybe she said she couldn't remember all what she put in there or I couldn't remember the number she told me or something. I thought, I'm just going to count it to make sure. Yeah. And the Lord said, whoa, 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 yeah. don't count it. Once you count it, that's all you got. And I went, <laughs> what? I like that. Okay. Oh, I like that. And he said, start pulling it out because it was all 20s. And there might have been a five and a one in there. Yeah. You know, there's something near the back. But he yeah. said, Start pulling yeah. it out by 20s and count it out for each bill. Put it on the bills. I paid probably six or $700 yep. worth of bills. Yep. Pulling 20s out of that Amen. thing. Praise and I God. was going, Yeah. I'd pay awesome. the, I'd put it on the first bill. Yeah. And then I'd pull the cash out and stick it on the second yep. one, the third one. Yep. And then I thought, well, there's probably not yep. much money after that. Yep. Kept pulling it yep. out, pulling it yep. out. When it was done, I was like, ooh. Guys. I had thought I wanted a kitty uh. pool. I wanted this. I wanted that. I thought these other things that came to mind that weren't bills. Well, I said, Lord, yeah, what yeah. can I? What? And he was like, now you can count it. And there was either maybe a 20 or two 20s. 
in that five and one or something. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> there, there, <laughs> there for what I need. You know, what, the, the thing that comes to me while, while you were talking about that is, is how much, see, God needs to partner with us and he needs us to do the things that he wants to do here on earth. So if that person that gave you that check or that money would have not heard and been obedient, you wouldn't have had that, that story, right? Come on. So it's so imperative to just hear and then be obedient to what God is telling you, especially in these times. It, it, you Okay, so our obedience into like tithes and offerings and things like that for our churches— there's direct blessings that come with those kind of things. You know, I, I'm a firm believer that man, when you, when Holy spirit tells you to give an amount, you give the amount, D don't sidestep it. Just give the amount. I mean, it's so, so important. But the other part of that is just hearing, you know, I mean, right. we are the blessings for other people. So God is going to use us to be that, that conduit to bless other people, but we have to be able to hear them. Then we have to be able to be obedient. And there's a lot of blessing that needs to be happening right now. So what is God telling you about something? If someone's listening right now, don't be afraid because your obedience, your, your blessing comes in the obedience of what he's telling you to do. And it's going to be above and beyond what he's telling you to give. It's, it, it, if it's money, right. guaranteed, it's going to be shaken down, right? And, right. and it's going to overflow. It's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. So just be obedient if he's telling you to do something. I know right now we do like a Passover offering. So people are trying to prepare for that. And um, yeah, so we do a Passover and then we do atonement offering too. So yeah, it's, it's, it's important stuff, man. It really is. Yeah. Maybe you could explain yeah. that. I don't know if so. you have a, know a little bit more about that. The difference between um, what it is y'all do. Well, That's we do church. two offerings. Oh, okay. Yes, that's at the church. So we we do Passover and we do the atonement too. So okay. those are, well, there's actually three feasts. Uh, I wish I knew more about it, but there's three feasts. And we really look at two of them. We look at the Passover and then and then the atonement offering. Um, and there's blessings that come in each one of those. And um, yeah, so, and those are those are God's feast times. And the feast times meaning his appointments with us. So it's not us making an appointment with him. It's him making an appointment with us, which oh is important. Gosh, it's a, there's a difference. There's a difference. I mean, what we're going in right now, this Passover, is going to set us up for either having blessings for the next 12 months or we're going to have to do a rewind back in uh, <laughs> when, when the atonement offering comes or when, when atonement comes. So it, it's the good thing about God, and this is what I love, is that there's – Man, he always he always allows us to start over every morning, every morning. So even if you goof up, just start over. Just take that time. Ask for the forgiveness. Repent. Turn. Don't do it again. But man, these times right now, Passover and atonement, these are important times for God. Um, and he set aside those for appointments with just us individually to be with him. So, and, it, and it's important. And there's offerings that come with that. He says, don't come before me without an offering. So it's important. Yeah. 
Wow, that is amazing. Well, I do want yeah. to because I always love for people who watch these videos to have an opportunity if you want to sew yeah. into our guests for you to be able to do that. Now, I had typed that out in one of these little windows so I could have it pop up on the screen. When I restarted cool. the computer, it lost that information. So I'm going to give you his website. You oh, sure. There Can you, you do it? I probably could pretty quickly, yeah. Okay. Just give me one second. Okay. And you're doing that on your phone? Uh, yeah, I'll do it on my phone, and I'll just plug it right into the comment section. Oh, please, please, definitely. Y'all look for that. But I'll say it verbally. Um, it's surrenderalltojesus.org, surrenderalltojesus.org. And let's see what else he has on here. I saw earlier, I know everybody loves PayPal, so I'm looking so, for the PayPal link. I saw that. Yep. Yeah. I just sent the PayPal one on there, and then I'll give you the uh, okay, Serenarella Jesus website, too. Let me see if I can get that pinned. Pinned comments. And then here is. Okay, palpay.me forward slash surrender all to Jesus. I don't think it's like, I don't know. There's a question mark in that. It's kind of weird, isn't it? I don't think that's it works though. There. Oh, does it? I, yeah, that's okay. what that's what's on can my. Just click that. It'll yeah. take you there. Oh, Let me see it. if I go to it. Yeah, it does. It goes okay. right to where I need to be. Surrender yep. all to Jesus? Question mark. Local dot x equals e n underscore u s. And you might not have to put that other stuff in there. As yeah, a question or just mark go to my website. I'm not sure. If you guys go to my website, yeah, yes. if you go to my website, surrenderallofjesus.org, um, there's that link is on the bottom. Just hit the hit hit the the donate, and I do appreciate that, guys. I really do. Um, just like I said, just and what Tiffany said, whatever Holy Spirit is saying. I mean, that's that's the most important thing. Um, I would never pressure anyone into giving anything like that. I mean, even, even when I was pastoring the church, I mean, I, I just wouldn't, I'm not the type of person to say, you know what? A thousand dollars, you know? No, I don't do that. Holy spirit tells you to give a thousand. Then that's what you need to give. You know, it tells you to give a dollar, then then give that. Right. So I was embarrassed yeah, one time. Yeah. The Lord told me to sow a seed. And at this time I was at a church, I came out of a Baptist background. I didn't know what he meant by seed. I didn't quite understand the concept. We, we, we knew tithes, right. and I'd heard of tithes and offerings, right. and I said, seed. Right. And I said, I have $2. He said, you don't need both. You just need the one. And I said, what? He said, put it in the envelope and write the word seed on the back of it really huge, mm -hmm. and then name awesome. it such and such or something. And I flipped yes. it over, and then he said, put your name on it. And I was like, I don't want to put my name on that. I'm going to get called into the <laughs> pastor's office. They're going to be wanting to know what's wrong with me. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, oh dear. Well, and then he said, essentially, he basically said, don't put it in the offering plate. Go walk down to the altar, and throw it on the steps of the altar. And I was like, wow, I'm yeah. really gonna get reprimanded probably for this. This is a church that was charismatic, but we'd all been Baptists and came out of the Baptist. You know, I did that. Right, right. No one ever came to me 
about it. I didn't get called into an office. No. So I want to encourage you to obey today, no matter how crazy it sounds. Yeah. And then there's times where I Guys, had was two hundred dollars to my name, and he said, "Throw it all in," and I'm like, "Oh." Yeah. No. No. Yeah. It's just that another thing too. Is, yeah, and then just declare what that seed is for. That what what God's going to do for you. Amen. Um, that's the other thing. And even like even at my church, if I I mean I do a lot of stuff online, but if I'm giving an offering or you know, something like that. I'll write down what that is on that offering envelope, you know, and uh, <laughs> print it out. That's it. This is what this is going to go for it. and put it on there. So, um, yeah, that's important. Um, and God wants us because, you know, again, it's that it's that intimacy thing. God, I'm listening to you. I know this is what you're telling me. And I know you're going to bless me when I do this. And he knows what you need, but he needs us to say it. You know, it's like it's it's that affirmation of, yes, this is what I need and this is what I'm going to give and I'm being obedient. So, yeah. Well, Pastor Richard, have you ever done this? This was so wild one time. The Lord told me to give a significant seed and then I'm getting ready to name it. You know, you give a seed, you name it. So I'm thinking in my head, I've got six or seven or eight things. I'm like, do I name it for this? More students for the university or more this or more that, you know, I'm. I'm going through a list of what do you want me to name it? And I wasn't getting anything in here. You know, like normally Holy Spirit would confirm right. like that right there. Nothing. Right. Like, well, fine. What do you want me to name it? He said, call it. And the person I was giving it to. So that I was like, oh, Whoa, what? He told me to call it something as though I'm sowing a seed. I'm giving the seed to them, but I'm naming it. For something right. that's going to benefit them. <laughs> yeah. I named really cool. it for the other individual. No, that's something. really cool. And I was like, whoa. So right. today, you never know. Tonight, the Lord may ask you to sow a seed Good. for something somebody else needs. Yes. Come on. Yes. 100%. It's wild. It's just that obedience. I'm just looking at this to see if there's any prayer requests. Oh, yes. Do y'all have any prayer requests? Because we love praying for people. Yeah, I'm just looking at some of these comments. They're totally awesome. Yeah. Yeah, if I can, if, if I can like sum up like one word out of everything that we talked about would be just surrender, <laughs> literally. Just surrender, maybe two words, intimacy. Surrender and just have that intimate relationship. I mean, it's the most important. Um, man, it's just the most important thing. And uh, get filled up every day, you know, get filled up every, every day. Um, man, yeah. Yeah, there's... Um, God is going to have a huge, huge revival, and it's already started. I mean, I really believe it started years ago, um, but it's going to grow and grow, and there's going to be more signs, wonders, and miracles. And you can either be the person that's watching it happen, or you could be the one that's actually allowing Holy Spirit to do it through you. So, um, and then there's going to be a split. I really believe there's going to be a split with churches that are like, whoa, we're not supposed to do all that. You know, just let it go. Just 
bless them, let it go and keep on doing what Holy Spirit's doing through you. Um, yeah. I mean, the way to reach people is through doing those things, man. Holy Spirit is going to give you a word of knowledge for somebody. He's going to give you a prophetic word for somebody. He wants to heal somebody that's next to you. I mean, no matter where you go. Oh, I, I'll tell you, man. Okay. So when I was getting ready to do this fire starters class, I was at church and I had this revelation. I, I could see like United States. So I'm like on top of United States. And then I could see it kind of honed it down and I could see like people walking into like Starbucks and grocery stores yes. and Marcus theaters and all that kind of stuff. Right. And then it kind of pulled back a little bit. And all of a sudden I seen these fires popping up all over the United States. And he said, they're going to spread like wildfire, you know? And so that was the beginning part of teaching these fire starter classes. And it's, it's just going to multiply. It's going to multiply. So, and oh, I love what Eric, uh, Eric Gilmore says. I saw him down in, in Florida and he said, this is for all the people that get touched. Like that one day I was at church and I got touched, man. Holy spirit wrapped his arms around me. Like I've never had before. Right. But if I wouldn't have taken that touch, and this is what Eric Gilmore says. He says, you know, you get that touch from God, but if you don't turn it into a kiss, it doesn't mean anything. I don't know if you ever heard that. But so we get we get healed. We get a huge blessing. God just wraps his arms around us or we get whatever that is. We get, you know, you know the, the uh, vows we, we said as a young kid get thrown up and they're gone and now we're free. But if we don't turn that into that kiss of intimacy with him, that's right. it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. Because that's why he's doing it, because he loves us so much, right? That's why he's doing it, because he loves us. That's why he's, like, there, just waiting and waiting. So, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, we I don't know how I got on that. We do have a prayer requests on here. One of the praise awesome. reports is Sherry said that her landlord basically said, don't worry about paying the month this month. Don't worry about it. And then Amen. we have someone. Pam says her hey, dad just, is in the ICU. Mm -hmm. um, okay, wait, wait for Pam, but let's declare that other landlords are going to do that too in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, just move right yes. now across the United States and the world and just put on those landlords' hearts to do the same thing, that they're going to forego the rent payments for people that need it. We're just going to declare that right now in Jesus' name. Awesome. Awesome. And you said Pam, right? Yes, Pam. Her father's in the ICU. He's on a ventilator. She's in Tennessee, and he is in Louisiana. Okay. Let me see what it says. Does he have the, the corona thing? Is that, what, is that what she's saying? She hasn't said that. Pam, is it okay. the coronavirus, or is it something else? To be honest, it really, 30 40 seconds. Pam, it, it really doesn't matter. We're just going to declare healing right now in Jesus name. Holy Spirit, just move right now. And all the, if there's anything going on with his lungs, we just declare that healed right now in Jesus name. Any of the, any of the infirmities need to go right now in Jesus name. We just declare him healed from his head to his toes, all the blood vessels, his lungs are clear. He's able to breathe. He doesn't need a yes. ventilator anymore. Uh, no more fever that's gone. Father, we just declare that healing right now in Jesus' name. Amen. They said they don't believe it's coronavirus. They did the test, but they don't believe it's the coronavirus. 
Awesome. We'll just declare healing. Father, we just declare that you just send ministering angels to his side right now. It sounds like they want to be with him and they can't. So we're just declaring that ministering angels are, are there. And just Holy Spirit, just wrap your arms around him. Just let him feel your presence. In Jesus' name. And Gabby put wow. on here that she's feeling less intimate with the Lord. Her husband passed not long ago. Hmm. And she feels like she's drifted away from the Lord. Wow. Gabby, I'm really sorry about that. I'm sorry about, about your husband. Um, wow. Um, hmm. Gabby, if you want to either get in touch with, uh, are, are you friends with Tip, Tiffany? Are you friends with her? Do you know her at all? I don't think so. Gabby, do I know you, darling? Tiffany. So what's her last name? Uh, Guzo? No, Vabuzo. Oh. Vabuzo. Okay, yeah. I think, yeah, she's she's one of my friends. Gabby, I'll, um, if you want, I can talk to you afterwards. We'll, uh, we'll kind of hook up on inbox on, on Facebook, but we'll just, we'll, we'll, I'll just pray right now. Um, I'm really sorry. I did not realize that you were going through that. Um, yeah. Just really sorry. Father, we're just declaring peace uh, for Gabby, for her family, just supernatural, just supernatural peace. Um, supernatural peace. Um, wow. Father, we're just declaring that, that you would just clear her mind just clear mind of the of the thoughts and the things that may be happening and the chatter that that's happening. We're just declaring that chatter to go right now in Jesus' name. Just supernatural peace. We're just declaring for ministering angels to be around you, ministering angels to be around you. Gabby, I don't know if you have kids, but we're just declaring that those angels will be around your kids also. Father, we're just declaring supernatural blessings for her, for things that might be happening, and, and she doesn't know how to work it out. Just that supernatural blessings. We just declare that those doors would start opening for her. Just keep on opening and opening. Mm. I'm, I'm seeing something dark, Gabby, like you're in a dark room. I'm just declaring that, Holy Spirit, your light will just shine right now. Just penetrate that darkness in Jesus' name. Jesus name. Wow. Yeah, well, but Gabby definitely um Whenever you finish, I have a word for her. And uh Okay. Um and I just declare intimacy for for, for you Gabby. I declare that whatever's holding you back that that would be lifted right now in Jesus name and that Holy Spirit you would just penetrate her entire body and that she would feel your presence. And that she would start to have that that intimate kiss that we just got done talking about, Father. That that you would take that touch, turn it into a kiss, and just to start developing that intimate relationship and just getting filled. We're just declaring that that one week, a month, a year from now, you'll look back and you won't even won't even understand what that meant at that point because you're going to be so far in your intimate relationship. I'm just declaring that in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, Gabby, I, I just feel like the Lord keeps saying he wants to encourage you with this word. He's, he's got a desire for you and the things that are coming up. He's maturing you 
and causing you to be a leader around people that you're around. He's going to be drawing people to you, and it'll be like people will begin to feel like you're a mother to them. So it would almost be essentially like you hear some people talking about spiritual mothers or something. And so it'll be like people, he's going to have people being drawn to you and you mothering them. So you can't sit down, you can't give up, and you cannot give in. We're saying none of that stuff. You're not going to be doing that. Just like Pastor Richard prayed over you. You're stepping into the light and the glory of God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Father. Hmm. Wow. Norma fed eight adults and three children a steak dinner and potato, carrots, and broccoli and rice. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Yeah. Provision for Norma. Her hair salon. The hair shop hmm. closed. Yeah, we're just declaring that those stimulation checks will just get to all of us, Father, that that and that would be, you know, a, a start of of doing the things that need to be done to springboard our economy, Father. We're just declaring that that would just explode it into where it needs to be and it can be better than it was before. Hmm. Looking at some of the comments. Pretty cool. Thank you, everyone, for making those comments, too. There are other prayer requests. Tanya has her mother. Let me see her name. Evelina. There's a blood pressure issue. Blood pressure issue. Mm-hmm. Father, we're just declaring that that the blood pressure just go back to normal. Yeah. If there's any kind of blockages, we're declaring those gone right now in Jesus' name, that all the veins, all the vessels are back to where they were before, and they're perfect, just perfect. No more blood pressure, no more clots. Everything's back to normal from her head. It's a her, right, from her head to her toes yes, in Jesus' yes. name. Thank you, Jesus. You know, we take hmm. authority over spirit of fear. Amen. We should not be fearful in this season and not be afraid. And that instead of focusing on an issue, that she has a desire and a drive to go talk to the Lord about it. Amen. Hmm. And Celeste said her oldest son is getting out of the hospital next week and asked us to pray for him. Amen. We just declare that that healing is supernatural, that his recovery is going to go quickly. Um, there'll be no complications for whatever or why he was in the hospital that everything would just go back to normal and be better than it was before in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Hmm. Interesting. 
Some good stuff. Man, thank you. Wow. Well, I just thank you for spending this time for just agreeing to come on here thank and you. to pour into people. Your testimony is amazing. It's the supernatural. It's the wisdom. Oh. So many different things going on all at one time, all in this bundle of who you are that everyone can connect with and believe <laughs> Jesus for their own miracles. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. No, it's, uh, you know, this is the, this is the cool thing that, that guys, God has never done with us. Amen. Never, never done with us. And we are always in that, that forward walk and there's always, always going deeper. I mean, that's the main thing. Just keep on going deeper, keep on going deeper, keep on changing you know, and uh, don't get stuck on what he was doing in the past because he wants to do something new. And if you're always looking back of how things were and how we did this ministry before, you'll never get to know what the new thing is that he wants to do in your life. And believe me, that new thing is a lot better than what you were doing before. It's, it's so much better. Um, it's like here to here, right? I mean, it's like there's no comparison of what it's going to look like. And believe me, I, I, I say that because I battled it. I mean, there's so much stuff that God has done. And then I'm like, well, shouldn't we be doing this? And he's like, no, we need to do this because this is the time and season for this, right? So oh, yeah. it's, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm stoked. I am stoked about it. Um, I am totally stoked about it. Um, yeah, I, uh, yeah. Watching people be transformed is amazing. It is totally amazing. I know when I took my first class out after we did like almost six weeks, seven weeks, and then we did our first treasure hunt. And I remember this one girl, she's, she's a chaplain in, the, um, at Salvation Army and, but she works at the Milwaukee police, uh, as a chaplain and, uh, through the Salvation Army. And, I remember her, she had these clues. And if you guys don't know what treasure hunting is, is you, you pray to Holy Spirit. He would give, uh, give you clues of who you're going to meet and then what you're going to pray about or just different things. So a clue could be, you know, a white guy with a blue vest and a, and a blue shirt or a belt buckle like I'm wearing or wearing cowboy boots. So you just write all those things down as an individual. And then as a group, we come together and we go, okay, well, what did Holy Spirit tell you? And we look for those commonalities. And then we go out and we look for those people and we find them. So she found her person. And when she got done, she was crying and just saying, I heard Holy Spirit. I mean, she literally was like, this is so awesome. I heard Holy Spirit. So it's that revelation of that connection, right? And that starts the intimacy, right? It's just an amazing thing. So it's pretty cool. Well, if yeah, you don't mind, cool. Pastor Richard, I would love to prophesy over you. Thank you. Can I can I record it? Oh, this is recorded anyway, so I don't have to worry this about it. This is recorded anyway. Yes, sir. It's public. <laughs> is that okay with you? Um, I'm not picking up anything. Yeah, no, that's totally you know, weird or strange. Um, but I keep looking at you, and the Lord keeps showing me a tunnel, and he keeps saying, dream tunnel. And I keep looking oh, at wow. it going... It kind of looks like a fire tunnel. So what are you talking about, Lord? And he said, no. I said, dream tunnel, dream tunnel. And I believe that God is causing you in this season 
not only is the fire of God dropping from your mouth, your lips, and your hands, almost like an oily fire. It's oil that's lit on fire, and it's dripping and dropping all over people. It's changing and transforming um, the atmosphere, the landscape, really the landscape even around you and around for other people. Because what you're decreeing out and declaring out of your mouth is changing their life and their circumstances. And this dream tunnel, I keep yeah. seeing um, you opening up the purpose and destiny on the inside of people. You're causing them by taking the strategies and the words that God's giving you, the dreams are opening up again on the inside of people. You're taking them on a journey. You're mm -hmm. causing literally like a dream portal, this dream tunnel to open over their heads, to open in their lives. Not only will they have dreams, more dreams and visions in the natural, but it's causing their spirit to leap and to jump and for things to birth in their lives that if you had not come across their path or they had not stumbled across your path as purposed by the Lord, that would not have happened in their life. I'm seeing that Amen. to a magnified degree. And I see this microscope. It's the wildest, not a microscope, that's not the right word, um, magnifying glass. I see this magnifying glass where God is magnifying you. He has a magnifying glass in his hand. He's got it over you. And when I first saw that, I yeah. thought, oh, he's inspecting your life. No, he's literally <laughs> magnifying you, your ministry, and who you are, and the gifts within you in front of people. You have that intimacy mm -hmm. with him, and now he just wants to walk with that intimacy with you at a greater measure even in the lives of others. Amen. Amen. So, well, you guys, I love y'all. Did you have any other Thank words you. you'd like to say before we hop off of here, Pastor Richard? No, if, if okay. anyone, if we, if Holy Spirit touched you in any way, please put that in there and just let us know. I mean, part of, I, I just love, I just love looking and hearing and seeing where God is just moving in people's lives. So just put it in the comment section. Um, the other thing is, is anybody needs help. Um, they need any kind of like talking. I mean, even just for me just to listen, just hit me up. Um, send me a message on inbox. You can go to my website and send me an email. I know Tiffany would do that too, but don't, don't keep on walking, knowing that you need to surrender something. Just let's do it and let's get prepared, get back in line and and let's make this happen so you can step into your destiny so yeah but i do appreciate you allowing me come on um sorry for the trouble that we had at the beginning and excellent and we i gotta have you on my show again soon so maybe yes, we'll kind of talk off the that. air and, and we'll kind of figure that out so awesome i want excellent. to let you know well thank you keep commenting you so about much. the picture above your mantle they're like, I love that horse. That horse is so oh, awesome. My, so in case you didn't yeah. see that, they're going, that horse. So, <laughs> yeah, part of part of part of my testimony is um, I used to I used to own a ranch, so I had horses, and you know my my big vision from God is to have a horse therapeutic ranch, so people would come and get healed and delivered and all that kind of stuff. Yes. And I'm not beyond believing that if there is someone watching today, come on, and God lays it on your heart, 
and you can cut a check for that whole thing to fund that vision. Oh. Absolutely. Contact yeah. Pastor Richard. You know he's already doing things, yep. things that are tried and true, yep. and just so into his life. Well, you guys, we love you. Yeah, We're going to hop off that. of here and talk with you guys later. Hey guys, welcome back, man. I, I really hope you guys enjoyed that. Thanks for all the comments. And if I miss something, I'll go back and, and look at it uh, later in a little bit. But guys, I really hope you enjoyed it. Uh, check out Tiffany at uh, Tiffany Blackwell, uh, live with Tiffany and all the information's in the, in the comment section. Just go ahead and click it. But guys, you know what? Everything that's happening in our cities is all up to us to change. I know that we're kind of quarantined now, but it doesn't mean you can't pray and it doesn't mean you can't get aligned correctly with what we were talking about tonight, getting aligned correctly and then just filling that space with just God and just let him ooze, ooze into you. Let just develop that relationship with Holy Spirit. And every morning, just it's new. Every morning it's new. Just ask him to come in and just fill you up so that wherever you go, you can, uh, you can just ooze him out wherever you go and you will change people and atmospheres wherever you go but it takes that intimate relationship first then it takes the hearing of, of being able to listen and hear holy spirit and then be obedient taking those risks guys i'm telling you we can change the things that are happening in our city but it's up to us man it's up to us get filled with holy spirit be obedient take those risks and you're going to change atmospheres and people wherever you go remember surrender all be a blessing. In your love.